0: Hello, Knowledge Seekers. In this episode of 20-Minute Books, we delve into Wuhan Diary, an evocative compilation of essays by the acclaimed Chinese author Fang Fang, originally shared with the world in real time during the unprecedented 76-day lockdown of Wuhan at the outset of the coronavirus pandemic. This book is not merely a chronicle of events. It is an intimate portrayal from the epicenter of a crisis that rapidly transformed into a global upheaval, offering a personal and unfiltered glimpse into the daily realities and emotions of lockdown life. Fang Fang, a literary voice of renown from Wuhan, was born in 1955, a tumultuous period in China's history marked by Mao's leadership and the Cultural Revolution. With a prolific career resulting in nearly 100 published works, including novels, short stories and essay collections her contributions to literature have been recognized with prestigious accolades such as the Lushun Literary Prize and the Chinese Literature and Communications Prize for Outstanding Writer Wuhan Diary resonates profoundly with those who are drawn to Chinese culture and politics as it provides context and humanity behind the headlines that have since defined an era it's a must read for those who favor eyewitness narratives of significant global events, as well as for anyone seeking to understand the very source of the COVID-19 narrative that has irrevocably changed our world. Join us as we explore the pages of Fang Fang's poignant diary and reflect on the lessons and legacy of a time that has left an indelible mark on human history. Wuhan Diary, Dispatches from a Quarantined City Introduction A Glimpse into an Isolated City Through the Eyes of an Acclaimed Author The Vibrant City of Wuhan, a sprawling metropolis in the heart of China, suddenly became synonymous with an unprecedented global crisis. As the birthplace of the COVID-19 pandemic, Wuhan's name would soon be etched into the annals of history for a reason its citizens could never have predicted. Toward the end of the blissfully ignorant days of 2019, the city bore witness to the emergence of a viral adversary, an adversary that showed no mercy and took the world by storm. This once thriving city, with its busy seafood markets and lively streets, was rendered silent by an invisible foe, that forced it into a stringent lockdown starting January 23, 2020. The lockdown was a desperate attempt to halt the relentless march of the disease and would persist for more than 70 grueling days. As the world outside continued its frenetic pace, inside Wuhan, the movement of over 11 million souls was abruptly halted, transforming the city into a secluded ghost town. Among those millions was Fang Fang, an esteemed Chinese novelist, facing a reality that felt more like fiction. With the tools of her trade at her fingertips, she crafted a diary, detailing her confinement experience, and shared it with the digital world through Sina Weibo, a popular social media platform in China. Her account became a poignant and powerful bridge between the secluded city and the curious, concerned outside world. In this gripping recount of her days under lockdown, Fang Fang delves into the collective psyche of a city under siege where ordinary people grapple with fear, loss, and confusion. You will journey with her as she unveils the tragedy of delayed responses and the cost of silence, explores the resilience of the human spirit amid despair, and reflects on her personal battles against those who sought to suppress her voice. Prepare yourself to explore the poignant narrative of a solitary city, a government grappling with an unforeseen crisis and the courage of one woman who became an unintended beacon of truth in an era of uncertainty. Through Fang Fang's experience, you're about to witness, from the rapid rise in anxiety across the populace to the moments of unexpected happiness, how life persisted in the shadow of isolation. Part 1. From Whispers of Illness to a City in Lockdown. Wuhan faces the unfathomable. In the early whispers of 2020, as the world reveled in the promises of a new decade, Wuhan stood precariously on the precipice of a crisis that would soon envelop the globe. Amidst clattering factories and humming industries of the core Chinese city, a chilling breeze carried rumors of a mysterious virus. For Fang Fang, whose roots in Wuhan ran deep, spanning over six decades, These murmurs were the harbingers of a frightening reality soon to unfurl. The heart of this account lies in the fact that the government's initial response to the brewing storm was one of suppression, not action, a decision that would leave millions reeling in shock as the truth came to light. In the waning days of 2019, Fang Fang caught wind of alarming, albeit scarce, information about a novel illness a perplexing virus that seemed to emerge from Wuhan's bustling Huanan seafood market. The ripple of concern that started silently among the people was quickly stifled by the blanket of censorship that shrouded Chinese media. Fragmented details and hushed conversations swirled in private, hinting at a virus reminiscent of the dreaded SARS. Despite mounting signs of emergency, intensive care units nearing capacity with individuals struck by the unknown ailment, The citizens were left groping in a fog of uncertainty. The government dispatched experts whose investigation would lead to a pivotal public announcement. Dr Wang, one of the specialists, declared in just eight critical words that the virus was not contagious between people, it's controllable and preventable. Yet, this narrative was a ticking time bomb of misinformation, set to detonate with devastating consequences. As the media parroted this eight-word decree, life in Wuhan continued unabated, with the populace unwittingly marching towards peril. Large-scale celebrations and communal gatherings painted a picture of a city ignorant of the impending health calamity. It wasn't until the eve following a massive New Year's feast that a different tone struck the nation. Dr. Zhong Nanshan, A name steeped in medical authority confirmed the transmissibility of the virus between humans. This stark revelation shattered any remnants of complacency. Suddenly, the Wuhanese found themselves grappling with a reality that matched their darkest nightmares. A stringent quarantine order descended on January 23rd, forcibly severing the city from the rest of the world. As the reality of isolation sank in, Fang Fang was among the 11 million residents thrust into a surreal existence confined within their homes. Amidst the clutches of anxiety and the stillness of a city holding its breath, she found refuge in the written word. With an uncertain future looming overhead, Fang Fang did what she knew best. She began to chronicle her life in lockdown, scribing the tales of a city in the grip of an unseen terror. Part 2. Amidst the chaos of Wuhan's lockdown, one woman chronicles a city's heartache. Within the walls of her apartment, situated in the cultural heartbeat of Wuhan, Fang Fang bore witness to the city's soul-crushing transition from vibrant heartland to a sombre land of isolation. Accompanied only by her ageing loyal dog and the vast sea of digital faces that had become her audience, she embarked on a quest to record an unprecedented slice of history. Fang Fang's journey to becoming the virtual eyes and ears for millions began innocuously, with a suggestion from an editor to keep a personal record during quarantine. Choosing the platform Sina Weibo for its wide reach, akin to Twitter's, she transformed her daily musings into a public account, beginning on January 25th, as the year of the rat commenced against a backdrop of eerie silence. As these digital pages of Fang Fang's diary unfolded, attracting upwards of ten million pairs of eyes per post by late March, her words painted a city gripped by a suffocating shroud of fear and despair. The initial days of the lockdown were disorienting. In stark contrast to the usual boisterous New Year celebrations, Wuhan was thrust into a deathly quiet, marred only by the siren's call of rising infection counts. City streets lay barren. The jubilant chatter of festivity was replaced by an unsettling hush and a contagion of anxiety. Transportation became an early casualty of the lockdown, transforming the simple act of seeking medical care into an insurmountable odyssey. Desperate residents, afflicted and in agony, found themselves navigating treacherous paths on foot, only to be met with the harsh reality of a health infrastructure teetering on the brink of collapse. Hospitals, drowning in the surge of patients, had no choice but to turn the ailing away, unable to shield even their own from the invisible threat due to a dire scarcity of protective gear. Fang Fang's diary, through the days of early lockdown, unveiled the grim tableau of Wuhan. Visuals of individuals succumbing to the virus's wrath on public pavements, words capturing the agonised cries of healthcare professionals pushed beyond their limits. It was not merely the pathogen that inflicted pain, but also the swift, often haphazard, actions of a government trying to clamp down on the crisis. The suffering of Wuhan's people extended far beyond the physical, as Fang Fang chronicled tragedies exacerbated by the lockdown's swift imposition. She relayed stories of profound loss, such as the heart wrenching demise of a special needs child, left abandoned to hunger when his caregiver father was forcibly quarantined elsewhere. The disenfranchised, from the migrant laborers to the rural poor, stared down the dual barrels of unemployment and entrapment. Exiled within their own city borders, they faced the grim prospect of a fight for survival without sustenance or shelter, a testament to the lockdown's ruthless equity. Part 3. A blossoming of community spirit amidst the gloom of a pandemic. As the grip of the virus tightened around Wuhan, the onset of February marked a period fraught with anxiety and loss. The tally of the ill and the fallen grew with each passing day, casting a pall over the city. However, as tendrils of spring reached through the winter's remnants, adorning the city with blossoms and tender greens, the cloud of despair began to lift subtly. Hope, much like the flowers of Wuhan, found a way to bloom in the cracks of the calamity. The pervasive mood shifted, revealing the strength of human connection within the realm of despair. One could witness a burgeoning of solidarity as people from disparate walks of life, extended hands of aid, crafting a tapestry of support. The internet became a vital lifeline, binding the citizens of Wuhan together. Fang Fang, along with countless others, wove networks of support through WeChat and Sina Weibo, sharing not just essential information, but laughter and stories of perseverance. But Wuhan's unity transcended the digital sphere. Practical compassion became the new currency on the streets. Young Samaritans orchestrated doorstep deliveries for the elderly, ensuring that the most vulnerable were not left to fend for themselves. Neighborhoods banded together, initiating group-purchasing initiatives that brought sustenance to many while bolstering local solidarity. For Fang Fang, this sense of community support was palpable. In the darkest days of lockdown she experienced firsthand the warmth of human kindness. Friends came bearing gifts of masks, while neighbours offered traditional remedies and the comfort of home-cooked meals. In return she poured her energy into her diary, offering solace, encouraging resilience, and reinforcing the notion that the act of self-care was in itself a tribute to the collective well-being. Subtle yet profound changes marked a turning point in the city's plight. Makeshift hospitals emerged, easing the strain on medical resources, and a more refined quarantine protocol took shape, categorizing patients to effectively manage treatments. These improvements offered the besieged healthcare workers much-needed respite. Assistance began to flood in from across China and around the globe. Medical professionals converged in Wuhan. Offering their expertise and boosting the city's sagging healthcare defenses. International aid materialized in the form of necessary provisions, symbolizing a global gesture of empathy, from truckloads of supplies from Japan to a substantial donation of face masks from Pittsburgh. Amid the deluge of distressing updates, healthcare workers began to share glimmers of hope. Swift recoveries were documented among patients with milder symptoms while a beacon of potential treatment emerged with remdesivir, an antiviral drug that showed promise in the fight against the virus. Developed by Gilead Sciences, this medication offered not just hope for recovery, but a testament to human ingenuity in the face of adversity. Part 4. The Lockdown Deepens and Questions Arise. Wuhan Seeks Accountability. As the days turned into weeks, the residents of Wuhan meticulously observed the confinement orders, Fueled by hope and the promise of external assistance. Their disciplined efforts were not in vain. The menacing tide of infections began to recede, and the grim statistics started to plateau. A cautious optimism flickered in the hearts of many, buoyed by the observation that the virus's onslaught showed signs of relenting, with severe cases becoming less frequent. However, a sense of normalcy was far from reach. The government, acting out of an abundance of caution, decreed that the lockdown would persist, lest the virus regain its foothold. The rules tightened their grip on February 17th, further curtailing the freedoms of households. Each family unit could delegate just one member to venture outside for essentials, and only once a week. Transforming grocery runs into solitary, strategic missions. Under the weight of this extended quarantine, the collective psyche of Wuhan began to shift. Fang Fang, like many others, found herself riding an emotional rollercoaster oscillating between hopefulness, fatigue, and a mounting sense of indignation. The thread that began to weave through the community was the desire for answers. Amidst the enforced solitude and rumination, people began asking probing questions about the events that led up to the crisis. They pondered the reasons behind the government's hesitance to acknowledge the virus's transmissibility, and they demanded accountability for the costly delays. Memories of the SARS epidemic in 2002 resurfaced, highlighting a pattern of obfuscation. Residents sought explanations, but the Chinese government's response was to distance itself from culpability, offering up minor local officials as sacrifices while the higher echelons remained untouchable. The simmering frustration of the Wuhanese was brought to a boiling point with the tragic demise of Dr Li Wenliang on February 6 Dr Li one of eight whistleblowers who attempted to sound the alarm about the virus early on was aggressively reprimanded by authorities for his warnings following his death his Sina Weibo page became a digital monument to grief and outrage drawing millions in collective mourning and condemnation of governmental silencing the virus however continued to be shrouded in ambiguity, a puzzle with ever-shifting pieces, despite indications suggesting that only a fraction of those infected exhibited symptoms, the ramifications of the illness were dire, and the pathogen struck seemingly at random. It defied initial assumptions about vulnerable demographic groups claiming lives across the spectrum of age and health statuses. As a result, experts labeled it a rogue virus— a term that encapsulated its mercurial and devastating nature. Part 5. An Author's Pen Under Fire, Navigating Censorship and Cyberattacks The unsparing gaze of Fang Fang's diary entries captured the raw essence of life amidst a crisis, casting an unflinching spotlight on the government's handling of the unfolding disaster. Her resolve as an author was not to idly echo the chorus of official praises, but to engage in an honest introspection of the turmoil surrounding her, echoing the silent whispers and roaring frustrations of her community. One instance of this was when she openly criticised the display of political theatrics, in which a government official coerced virus-stricken patients into a performance of the Communist Party anthem, a spectacle she viewed as distastefully opportunistic during a dire national emergency. This candour, turned her into a beacon for those seeking truth, and unwittingly, a prime target for censorship and cyber vitriol. Amidst the surging popularity of her digital missives, Fang found herself ensnared in the crosshairs of censors and trolls, wrestling with an invisible force aiming to mute her voice. Fang was no stranger to the heavy hand of censorship. Her previous works, such as the novel A Soft Burial, had been stifled for daring to confront historical suppression. As her diary unfolded, she experienced the familiar sting of online censorship, with her Sina Weibo account being temporarily silenced. Unbowed, she deftly sidestepped these suppressive moves by sharing her narration through WeChat, continuing to reach her audience through any means possible. Yet, the online backlash wasn't limited to the systemic erasure of her words. As the diary rippled across the web, Attracting ever wider audiences, it also became a lightning rod for the scorn of trolls. Their offensive was first spearheaded by an accusation of forgery over a photograph, an emotionally charged image depicting a mound of cell phones at a crematorium, belongings of the deceased in a hasty mass cremation. This accusation quickly escalated into a full-blown onslaught, with a brigade of trolls bombarding Fang with allegations. Ranging from the questioning of anonymous friends in her entries to outright claims of fabricating events. The digital siege intensified as time wore on without reprieve. But Fang remained resolute. An unyielding oak amidst the barrage of hate. Drawing strength from a line in a cherished book, she held fast to the conviction that the world should never fall to the mercy of the unscrupulous, a defiant motto for an author whose only weapon and shield were her words. Part 6. A Slow Recovery Wuhan's arduous journey through lockdown As the calendar turned its pages to February, a glimmer of hope flickered in Wuhan. The virus's infection rate seemed to show signs of fatigue. However, optimism was tempered with caution, as a true downturn in cases was proving more elusive than anticipated. While the rest of the Hubei province began witnessing a downturn in the grip of the virus, Wuhan remained an exception. Despite the city being wrapped in an ironclad quarantine, the dreaded count of new cases continued to mount, albeit at a languid pace. The curve was bending, but it stubbornly refused to break in favour of recovery. This daunting scenario underscored a stark reality. The road to healing was marred with setbacks. Predominantly due to the initial sluggishness of the response, countless were those who found aid beyond their reach until their hourglass of opportunity had dwindled down to nothing. Amidst the backdrop of an ailing city, the indefatigable brigade of healthcare workers, police, municipal personnel, and volunteers soldiered on. Yet these frontline heroes were not impervious to the virus's ravages. Wuhan, Central Hospital alone became a microcosm of sacrifice, with two hundred of its own falling prey to the infection by mid-February. Each day, Fang Fang bore witness to the rising toll, the ripple of grief that spread over Wuhan as it claimed educators, friends, and entire families. The loss was so profound that Fang Fang lamented over the inadequacy of tears to mourn the fallen adequately. The weight of the quarantine stretched on, blanketing the city in a lingering anxiety over the collateral damages wrought by the virus. Economic sustainability had become a puzzle as the city's financial pulse flatlined, robbing many of their livelihoods. The travel restrictions cleaved through the lives of the already vulnerable working class, leaving some to seek refuge in the city's shuttered subway corridors. Through her diary, Fang Fang became a voice for the voiceless Advocating tirelessly for the marginalized. She called upon those in power and the benevolent souls ready to lend a hand to ensure no one was left to face the pandemic's wrath alone. Witnessing global acts of financial solidarity, Fang Fang challenged her own government to offer an economic lifeline to its citizens. She further envisioned a post lockdown Wuhan where an army of therapists would march in to mend the city's collective psyche aiding citizens in recovering from the deep psychological wounds left in the wake of the pandemic's fury. Part 7. Wuhan emerges from isolation, a community's collective sigh of relief. The calendar in Wuhan turns slowly under the shadow of lockdown, each day a carbon copy of the last, punctuated by the refrain of an enemy unseen but deeply felt. It wasn't until a hopeful March day that the city experienced a long-awaited shift. The new virus case count dropped below triple digits, a victory in itself as the numbers dwindled further. With just over 17,000 patients receiving care and a steadily declining rate of severe cases, the experts concurred with cautious optimism. The viral storm had been weathered, and calm, was on the horizon. As Wuhan shed the weighty chains of its 45-day isolation, a palpable sense of euphoria began to percolate among its people. The triage of makeshift hospitals ceased operations, signaling a definite tilt towards normalcy. A pervasive cleanse scoured the streets, liberating them from the worry of infection. The hum of activity also returned to the skies above as the airport readied itself to break its long-held silence. The inhabitants of Wuhan, once cocooned in an enforced stasis, gradually resumed the rhythm of their daily lives. The arts community, including Fang's peers at the Hubei Writers Association, gingerly reached out to their work, rejuvenating the creative pulse of the city. Vendors and small businesses, the heartbeat of Wuhan's commerce, once more enlivened the sidewalks with their presence. Yet, amidst this joyous resurgence, the reverberations of caution echoed unmistakably. Reminders of physical distance, hygiene practices, and the continuing need for masks formed an ongoing chorus of prevention. Come March 19th, Wuhan marked an extraordinary moment as it reported no new infections, an unimaginable milestone a mere few weeks prior. This auspicious news coincided with another significant announcement, the government's resolution to support low-income families with financial aid, providing a critical safety net in the aftermath of societal upheaval. Fang Fang, after detailing her life across 60 diary entries, penned her final post on March 24th. She reflected on the saga of Wuhan's endurance, its collective strength, and the way forward. In Fang Fang's eyes, This dire chapter had imparted a vital lesson on unity and global collaboration. Grateful for the support that transcended borders, she nonetheless critiqued both the Chinese tendency for secrecy and Western hubris, twin failings that had exacerbated the tragedy. On the day Wuhan reawakened, April 8th, the city was alive with emotion, the air heavy with relief, and a resurgence of spirit. Free from the confines of their homes, the Wuhanese began to embrace liberation and the long road to reclamation, carrying with them the profound changes imprinted upon their city through 76 days of struggle. Final Summary In the heart of China, the bustling city of Wuhan became the epicentre of a contagion that would alter the course of history. As the government scrambled to downplay the crisis, the people of Wuhan were caught unawares by a sudden and severe lockdown. Among them was Fang Fang, a celebrated writer who took it upon herself to weave a narrative of these trying times, sharing an unfiltered and poignant account through her online diary. These narrative entries chronicle not just the onset of fear and uncertainty that gripped the city, but also the human spirit's remarkable capacity to endure and adapt. As Fang Fang penned her observations and emotions, her diary transitioned from mere words on a screen to a shared experience of loss, solidarity, and perseverance. The journey through Wuhan's prolonged battle against the coronavirus was fraught with turmoil, from initial panic and frustrations directed at bureaucratic missteps to the heartache of witnessing loved ones succumb to the infection. Fang Fang's vivid portrayal brought to the fore the surge of community support that blossomed amidst despair, the innovative ways in which residents supported one another, and their collective calls for truth and accountability. As the narrative unfolded, Fang Fang became a target for censorship and menacing trolls, yet her resolve to chronicle the truth proved unshakable. Ultimately, as Wuhan tantalizingly approached its liberation from the virus's clutches, Her diary entries captured the catharsis of a city reborn, from tears shed in isolation to the joyous celebrations upon reclaiming their freedom. Fang Fang's digital chronicles serve as a testimony to a time when humanity was tested, a reminder of how adversity sparked an indomitable will to survive and how a city, once shrouded in darkness, stepped back into the light.